Welcome to Bacon is My Podcast. Before we get into this show, we do want to let everybody know that we are proudly bringing this show to you from the den. Yeah. That's the Deluxe Edition Network. Rocking it out. Found at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. In the D-E-N. That's right. We are a part of an awesome network of really awesome podcasts, such as... That's a lot of awesome that you just said there. Yes. A health history I'd like to fuck. Yes. There's also <laughs> Beard Laws, Spoil My Movie. Yes. The Deluxe Edition Podcast. There's like 26 different podcasts, so go over there, check it out. DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. Do it now. We are happy to be one. Thank you so much. What's your bacon? Buddy, my no. It's a good one. I like it. My my no yeah. would be Kyle. He God would, damn it, Kyle. Right. Yeah. That's why. Oh, all right. He's that he's that motherfucker that you talk to when you try to do an Amazon return. And by mistake, you hit I'm gonna bring it to Whole Foods. Right. And then you get to Kohl's and you're like, God damn it. And then you tell the Kohl's person, they're like, Well, you gotta and it doesn't work on your app, and then you go to do it on your computer, and you're like, damn it, it won't work on the computer. So you go to the little chat box, and the chat bubble, who pops up? Fucking Kyle. How damn Kyle. Kyle's a gnome. Yeah. Kyle's a gnome. And that right. is who my gnome would be. Not to disparage all the Kyles of the world. Chaotic little it is. bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle's been chaos. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. So that's my answer. It was anticlimactic, wasn't it? No, I liked it. That's fine. I liked it. It wasn't as good as any of our three, but it was. No, I, that's that, exactly. That's why I, I made you wait a whole weekend to to hear it. Yeah. And congratulations, everyone who waited. Yeah. And came in yeah. on bit. You know what? You know how many people were probably sitting there going, "I can't wait to get to Monday to find out." Probably, probably exactly zero. I bet you. No. I bet you there was one. Maybe. I bet you. I bet you there were bets going on. You know what? I bet you there were workplace bets this morning. Fucking DraftKings. Somebody. We should, have put, we should put that up on DraftKings. Someone had to pay it's someone. It's pre-recorded. I mean, you could do wrestling on Draft, five. DraftKings. So, yeah. Because they got Kyle right. Fucking A. Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Bacon! Bacon is my... Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Guys, we are so excited because Manscaped has upped the game. Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. They they've did. got interchangeable dual head system with both a regular razor that you're used to on your lawnmower, mm -hmm. but also mm -hmm. now a foil blade as well. Uh, and if you already have one of these, if you already have the, the, the 4.0, the upgrade's good, man. Upgrade is good. The upgrade is good. It's got all the stuff that you like already. The light is a little bit brighter. Yes. Key, it is a lock. Yes. So that means in your bag, it won't turn on automatically because you're traveling somewhere and you put some shoes in your bag and you push down on it and it just turns on and then the battery's dead. That's right. You can lock it. Awesome. Awesome feature. Everything else, you've got your ceramic blades, you've got your skin safe technology, you got all, all of that is the same and improved, but... It's just a better system. Highly recommend. Go to manscaped.com right now. Use the promo code BACONPOD for 20% off your entire order. Yes. You could get the 5.0 lawnmower 
Ultra. You can also use it on other, other products like the uh, Crop Mop, which is our personal favorite. Our personal if you ever see us out in, out, in the, out in the wild, yes, you can definitely hit us up and we will give you one of those. We always have them on us. Always. Always ready to give out. Yes. So again, manscaped.com, promo code BACONPOD, 20% off of free shipping. Thank you, Manscaped. And always remember to ask yourself, are your balls clean? Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are joined by... Beef and Annie Stoic, members of Crew Aside. That's right. The the, uh, the backstage crew that helps Joan Jett and the Black Hearts navigate the waters of the road, if you will, or, or just in, in general, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Annie is joining us from Colorado. Yep. Denver. She's on the road with the uh, Trans-Siberian, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I can't fucking talk today. Today? <laughs> good, good point. Today. Good point. Yeah. And Beef, Beef is, is in New York. He could have been here with he us. He could have been here with us. He could have been hanging out in the room. He should have been. Yeah. We got him but, last minute. Right. This was very last minute. Uh, Beef, yeah. Beef made the hot tag right here. We did do the hot tag to Beef, yeah. We were down. We were getting well, like yeah. we were getting hit and we were getting beat and, and Beef was hanging out. Right. Just waiting. We we're getting Just waiting. stomped in the corner. And here he is. Beating the comeback, right? He fed the comeback, and that's what happened. Well, I, I actually, actually, Annie was the brass knucks. She, yeah, she, was, she the was the knucks. one that they got it out. Like, you know, anything to help you guys. Like, honestly, man, uh, you know, just happy to help. And I love you guys. And, you know, I love you, Jimmy, and I love Annie and Mike. You know, even though we never met formally, I love you, too. And, oh um, man, I love, I love you too, I love, buddy. I love beef. I love you too, man. Like but, uh, I, I, it's so funny. It's been like, chilling, man. <laughs> like for for like the better part of ten years, I've been hearing about beef. Yeah, and like beef stories and all the things, and I'm like, man, you should come around. You felt a little left out. I know. I, did, I, I did. know. There were a couple times where it was like, I want to meet beef. I did. I, did, I actually. And did he did that move. Times. He did that little punch. The sky. I don't know about that move. Punch but... the air. But I'm I'm so excited because Beef is is not only and, and and Annie are not only just uh you know living the the the, the road life yeah of a of a of a road crew in in rock and roll road warrior if you will uh but they're also wrestling fans mm-hmm. and they're oh, also yeah. they're also uh moviegoers and yes. so so we're gonna have a good time today I think yeah we're gonna talk about all kinds of shit. for sure. Oh, 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 beef oh. is beef is running out. Beef is running away. He might be getting his tile belt. <laughs> He's he, wait, it, it, we need to do a count out. One. <laughs> yes. Two. Wait, which title belt is that? Is that the I can't see. For Listen those of you not me. Oh. No. oh this is gonna, a custom made title belt. That's the World Wrestling Champion. Nice. Wow. I thought that would. I thought you would have cut a better promo than that. Not find on any market. You will not. No, you'll find it on. You won't find it in the Bloodline. You won't find it on MJF. You won't find it on Roman Reigns. You won't find it. You won't find it on Seth Rollins. Only beef. Only beef. There can only be one. This goes on the road, and if anybody can take it. It's like the actually like when we do it, like it, it's uh, a hardcore championship belt. Anybody can take it at any time. Twenty four seven. Nice, nice. All the time. Yeah. So for those of you who are listening 
go to strangerhoodtv.com, watch him kiss that belt because it is a beautiful piece of work. Yeah, and the next time I see you, most devastating move in all the sports entertainment, man. Small package, rolling you up, rolling you up, and I'm taking that shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to hook the leg, I'm going to grab the tights, and I'm going to roll you up. I like that. I like that. I I might, I I, I do have my, uh, my official's license. Just saying. Make this oh, happen. really? No, that's, no, not that's, really. Oh, oh, I was gonna say that's that's no. interesting. You know, you know, that I you have can, I have the same license that fucking Mike Kyoto has. You you know that you can get a Fair bouncy enough. house, like a bouncy castle wrestling ring for the backyard. Yes, I've seen those, and that oh. would be incredible. We should do that. We should definitely do that. We should definitely do that. Beef is stunned. <laughs> Oh, dude, this is Being a... stunned and excited. See? See? This is all... Oh, 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 like... Wow. You know what just happened? You know what just happened? A whole <laughs> new world. Yeah, like, yo, it just... I was in a loop in my head. Yeah. No. <laughs> I saw that. It was like... I saw, like... He was running ideas. He right. he has oh, a whole yeah. promotion like, ready. You could, do the live, you could do a live podcast from the wrestling house, number one. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, now I will say, I will say, you said you, you, it's custom made. Any has has beef actually done anything to to really show that he deserves that belt? Like on the road, what's his finishing maneuver? Is it a low well, blow? Is it a is well, Brad so Snucks or is it a is it a go to sleep? What what are we what are we talking here? I will say the only thing I know about the belt on the road, it was out this year, but we're on two separate buses, and I know that the drummer is specifically taking beef down multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? He escaped with the title. He escaped but, with the title because right? he's, yeah. he's a wily veteran. Right. <laughs> what counts is the titles in my possession. Yeah. That's right. That's right. right. Possession is nine tenths of the law. I think it ended up on the crew bus at some point, but I don't know. I think I, I don't know how, but then, you know, I fucking back. stole it back because I yeah. knew that that shit had to be with me, or else I couldn't be called the champ. <laughs> That's right. Ain't no ham and egg are gonna go around with that belt, right? Well, our drummer I... beat the shit out of me several times, like Danny said. <laughs> And uh, it was, uh, you know, Sammy beat me up a bunch of times, too, but she's easy. Hey, man, it's drummers. <laughs> this is, the drummers are, are the problem. Yeah. Mike suplexed me pretty well the last time. It was a little It was a little bit of, little bit of assistance. Yeah. I hit you with a solid body slam. Though. You did. You did hit me. I made him feel like a baby. We have video. I picked <laughs> him right up, and he was just oh, like, man. <laughs> This is just inching more and more towards getting a fucking wrestling ring bouncing castle, right? Oh, yeah. We're very... Yeah. We I, we don't have to be pushed that hard yeah. to, to do this. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you if you want to go splitsies with people, yeah. we're the ones you want to call. We're, we're ready. We're we'll ready. never say no. It's like, oh, that, that's what, it. That's, it's, what day? It's not even... A, that money was going to go towards advertising? Bouncing ring. Bouncing ring. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're totally in. We're totally, totally Absolutely. in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bouncy ring, you can Royal Rumble in that thing. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Dude, okay. Because so, there's a perimeter around it, too. 
So she can be thrown over the ropes and then hit the perimeter. Any any of the wrestling fans on year four of Bacon is my podcast because right. it's so fresh in my mind. I think I want to try and make this a thing. So, <laughs> beef. Uh, did you did you watch WCW back in the day? Well, in late mid late mid to late nineties. Yes, I, I actually did for a little bit. Um, I was an avid wrestling watcher. In fact, I don't know if Jimmy told you, but I was involved in uh, independence at that time. So I was actively watching oh. wrestling. Yeah. Okay. So um, so WCW had a pay-per-view called World War Three. Okay. Yes. Now, the Battle Royal is fucking awful already. That's already an awful match. They decided to go, hey, let's do that times three, and we'll put three screens on the fucking screen, on your TV, and you can try and figure that out. Good luck. Yeah, that was a bad move. That was, that was the dumbest fucking move ever. <laughs> did you, did, do you feel the same way about him, the Battle Royal? I think, it was, I think it was dumb as shit. I know what you're talking about. I think that might have been a Jim Hurd thing, or it definitely wasn't a Dusty finish. Because if it was, I'd be very surprised. That Dusty yeah, yeah, yeah. That. No, I yeah. think that was a Bischoff uh, thing. You oh, think really? So? I think it was. I think it was the Bishop Bischoff. Oh, games. you're. You know what? Jim Hurd was. He might have been gone by then. You're right. Yeah. But I, I could imagine that. But it was not a good gimmick. Now, what about the, um, the Impact Wrestling or the TNA uh, Battle Royal where? Oh, everybody, everybody starts outside the, the ring, outside, and they have to throw in. each other in, and then they have to throw each other back out. Right, right. That's but no, weird. no, no. They had to throw each other out, and then the last two, it was it would start like a match. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's way too many fucking rules. That's, yeah. Nobody understood that shit. Yeah. Everybody watched that, just going, huh? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I never watched TNA at all, ever, never. I think maybe I I'm, was glad not to after hearing that. <laughs> there was, there was. Well, I, I will there say, were bright spots. You know what? But the, overall, the, not so much. Kurt Angle's greatest matches were in TNA. Yes, yeah. Like I'll say that, and because it, it was against like Samoa Joe when Samoa Joe was really like hungry and coming up, and he's still awesome, but he was super awesome. And AJ Styles, when AJ Styles had like everything to prove, yeah, and he, like there was some crazy things going on there at Some, that time something else with with the original tna I, I go back and watch the first episode the first episode is my favorite because never in the history of wrestling have you ever gotten the intro is basically hey welcome to tna tonight is our first today's our first episode and the very first champion of tna which is going to be the N nwa's world champion uh, it's going to be decided in a battle royal. And competitors start coming out and cutting promos about how dumb it is to, to decide who the champion of this this promotion is going to be from a battle royal. Like Scott Hall and Ken Shamrock and, and Jeff Jarrett and all these people that are all like, hey, this is a dumb idea. But also... You suck, <laughs> and and it, it's so funny because it's like heels, baby faces, literally everybody craps on it, 
And then you had um, I, I forgot which which legends were all there, but there were legends there. I think okay. Ricky Steamboat was one of them and stuff. And they they were all like, you know what, Jeff Jarrett, you're a dastardly heel, but also yeah, it's really dumb. <laughs> it's it's the weirdest twenty minutes of television you've ever seen in your entire life. I have to find that. I've oh, dude, that. it's it, it's worth a watch because it's just like. And then Scott Hall comes down and goes, "Hey yo, this is dumb." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that's, so good. That's funny. That's the way to start your promotion. It's the best. It's the it's like the Twilight Zone of wrestling. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I, it's a great watch. It's a great watch. That's pretty great. Yeah, for sure. Pretty great. Uh, I got to I got to watch the last time I was at a live wrestling event. It was uh, at it was uh, at the Barclays Center, mm-hmm. and uh, it was WWE. It was Raw, and Andy and I and Beef were there, and um, I got to watch uh, Beef as a fan. Um, hate a wrestler and then immediately be turned around and become a fan. And that wrestler was Seth Rollins. Wow. Okay. Right? And it was the night that Seth Rollins came down with his Super Mario boots. Oh, oh my man. God. Oh, and God. I, like, it was so funny because Beef was just like, I hate this guy. This guy sucks. He's so bad. I hate this guy. And then mid-match, he's like, whoa. (laughs) And I was like, I I loved it because I was like, dude, this is why I love wrestling. This is why I love pro wrestling because like, like we were just like wrapped up in being fans and it was just the greatest thing i saw the genuine like his heart grew three sizes uh, it's so fucking true because i hated it it was amazing it was it like it completely turned around and, and like the match was over and he was like he's awesome uh, you know and then what? when he came he came back for the dark match after raw to close the night out and it was just like we were just all like yes <laughs> yes. We were just singing the theme. Oh, it's great! It was amazing. I loved it. What what made you what made you turn back on uh, on Seth Rollins? Where where you, like what happened? You know, it was probably the athleticism and the way he was working in the ring. Um, I have an immense respect for the actual talent. Um, again, this goes back to working in the independents, and then years later. Right. I trained with Johnny Rods, who's a rest WWE who all trained famer. everybody. Man. Yeah, who trained? Yeah, everybody. he's very famous. So I I saw that. Holy shit, the guy can really fucking work, and he's put he's putting on a hell of a show, and that just switched me, you know. And I was just like, yeah. I love him. <laughs> it was so great. It was it awesome. was like, like a I, switch, I right? It totally was. It was immediate too. It was like one second. It was it was I hate this guy, and then like. A second later, it was just like, like I said, just whoa. <laughs> it's, it's just singing I, along. I I can totally appreciate good work. And, man, him and, uh, you know, he just really went. He was great. I mean, Andy gets into it. And I was, I never <laughs> thought I'd like Seth Rollins the way I did. Right, right. Andy, have you been, has has Jimmy ever, or Beef ever exposed you to the indie wrestling scene? Like, not. I'm not talking about, like, 
you know, a few years ago was like, you could go to an ROH show and that's kind of indie. Right, right, right. No, 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 no. I'm talking about actually, like the gyms and stuff. Right, right. Actually, well, I don't think Jimmy, or maybe we went once, but actually my first ever thing going to wrestling was indie wrestling. My, I had a few friends in high school that did very independent <laughs> wrestling. And right. me and my, like, you know, I brought some of my girlfriends. I was like, we have to go see this. It's so funny. You just yell at people. This is great. And they're like, we don't want to go. But then you get them there and you start yelling at people for right. no reason. It's and it's just, they're like, that. you're right. This is great. You know? <laughs> have you noticed some new things on mm -hmm. Vegas, my podcast? Lots we have the new Bimp Lounge. Yes. Right? So with that, we're just trying to, we're trying to up our game a little bit here. That's right. Right? We're trying to we're trying to extend our reach. Mm -hmm. If you want to help us do that, well, one of the ways you can do that is by rocking out with our sponsors. Jump over to bakehisbypodcast.com, jump to our sponsor page, and check out all of our awesome sponsors. Mm -hmm. uh, get all Grillyourassoff.com, drinkwildbills.com, mm -hmm. Manscaped, uh, Poddex. There's quite a few of them, Everything's and we're there adding with, stuff all the time. With the most recent promo codes and the best deals that you can possibly get. Another way you can help us, get some t-shirts. Like this one, mm -hmm. right here. Uh, it doesn't come without the sleeves. Um, it gives you the option. But it gives you the option. Yeah, you get it with sleeves, you don't want sleeves, you cut the sleeves off. That's right. That's how it works. Then you have a headband if you have like a thin head. Yes. I can't use the sleeves as a headband because I have a giant yeah, round yeah, head. Yeah, we both do. Yeah. Yeah. Go to BakingIsMyPodcast.com. Check out the merch page. Uh, Big is my fashion. Yes. Right. And you can check out all the latest episodes. It's kind of like a portal to everything Bacon is my podcast, including our music. A portal to bacon. Yes. <sighs> including his band, Craving Strange. Yes. My band, his Something band Heavy. Something. Also, Bacon is my passion, the the band itself. So Music coming. Yes. Yeah, so go ahead. Check it out. Costs nothing to look. Mm-hmm. So and go ahead. And you should it. buy you break it, you bought it, though. Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know. It's really the best bang for buck for your money, you know? the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the indie yeah, shows... Yeah. I got to get to an indie show again yeah. because we, we should but, try and do yeah. do it's an indie It's been a show. long time. Like that was on Sat uh, on Staten Island. It was like at a place called Fun Station, I think. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like a kids. It's like a kids was indoor. A, was that a bubble? What? Bubble out on Victory, like way out on the other side of Staten Island. There was there is, is a like, bubble. Like a bubble? It was like a tennis bubble. There was a bubble that also that was the that. Highland. That was Highland. That was. That was Sports Fest yeah. in Highland Boulevard. Yeah. It was called. But yeah, so and either we used of to them. Run wrestling shows out there. What a shithole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually like, done that, really both fun. of those. Yeah. I uh I know that you guys got to hang out uh at this like thing called WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. At, at Joan at uh, you know Dude. with Joan once like, he played Ronda Rousey out to the ring. But Beep and I had the best time at WrestleMania. You know, you know what, you know what, you, get, you know what she didn't do that my band did do. What's that? Was actually play in a wrestling ring. That's true. That's true. 
Well, also, no, wait, hold on. Beef Beef has that story, right? Did you did your band play in a wrestling ring? Oh no, didn't Joan played in a wrestling? It, oh, was it was it UFC? I was not was there for that. It was maybe before me, but I think they have definitely. Did she? Oh, okay. Well, then I. Well, Joan did. Joan did. Joan did. But what I will say, Sanford is did it. Zero out of ten, do not recommend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when your bass player is uh, he's a big dude. Yeah. And every step he takes, the cymbals go. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> The, we had, of course, because we were fucking rock stars, so we needed right. to have our fucking stacks in there. <laughs> you put the head on the on the cab, and every step, just like Beef would say, the the bounce, and it's just like more, more, more. During during sound check, AJ's doing his double bass pedal, and my head is gradually just going. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're gonna put that on the floor. <laughs> it we and we played like thirty minutes. On it. it was by far the most difficult show I've ever played in. So that being said, how do you how do you fucking wrestle in that? That was uh, that was oh, right. in. Yeah. Well, I, I'll answer you too, but uh, that was I want to say Deer Park. It was an NYWC event, and NYWC when I had a buddy uh, Dan Barry who who worked them. And uh, he was like, "Dude, you guys could play." And and uh, when I went to the the, the where they held it, um, it's the rec center there. They actually to the right of the um, of the entrance ramp had a stage. So I was like, "Oh, cool. We'll probably play on the stage." Right. <laughs> we show up, and they were like, "No, you're gonna set up right in the ring. You're gonna open up the show." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Not a problem. This is great. This is fantastic. And then the first, yeah, like I said, the first time AJ started hitting his kick and and everything just started going. Whomp. Yeah, they need to reinforce the ring for a job. I, I actually have a solution for that. May I? May I? Um, mm. Please, please, in case this ever happens again. I would have set up in the four corners, the drums in a corner, the amps, you know, close to him or whatever to absorb the shock and get away from the middle because yeah it's a little bit more um stable in the corners you know but um i would that, yes. that's awesome but it is very to go back to your question what's it like to actually be in a real ring it's wwf rings like as jimmy has ring. seen like jimmy has seen yeah working real ring um jimmy has seen the cadillacs of 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 wrestling rings you know and, and right. annie you saw that fucking those ropes they're real ropes WWE is the only company I think that does real. They have their own manufacturer of like real elastic band rope uh, mix. It's not steel cable. It's very comfortable in those rings. Now the independent rings. There was a guy named uh, Nunzio that used to be in the FBI. Remember at yeah. ECW. So <clears throat> I knew him through. Uh, USA Pro Wrestling, which was out on Long Island, and we did Elks, we did the Elks Lodge in Queens. We did uh, next to Mr. Cheapo's the Knights of Columbus Hall on Jericho Turnpike. And oh, Nunzio man. would have this ring, and Nunzio would bring the ring. 
and it was so fucking old. It was from like the 30s. And that thing was a beast. And it was hard. It had a little bit of spruce, you know, but it was just not good. So it depends on what ring you're getting. Most rings are a bit more modern where there's the jack in the middle or it's got the uh, yeah. the the, um, the steel the, the steel beams and you've got the play. But there's some rings out there that are just horrible. The ring Johnny Rods has is an ex-WWF ring, the frame, not the ropes. So okay, it's okay. it's a beautiful ring that he has. Yeah, but it's we, difficult we... to move around in there because you're kind of oh, like yeah. in, you're kind of like on a fucking a bouncy a bouncy castle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Like the the part of part of training just has to be learning how to like get in and walk around in the ring and then run. Well, it's funny you yeah. say that, Jimmy. It really is. It's called the big dance for a reason. It is a dance. There is an actual technique for walking in the ring. There is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's if I'm stepping towards you, you're stepping backwards. So your feet will never touch. So you don't okay. step on your boy. Because right. wrestling is all about protecting your uh your the guy your your opponent. It really is. Right, right. That's how you get judged in the business, from what I understand. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, uh, yeah, I, that's that's awesome. That's got to be like a. It, it's got to be weird, you know, because I can only imagine like, like if you're if if there's two people on a trampoline, and you're walking around, you'll shoot a knee into your own face. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right. You're right. Or or if yes. uh, if you're trying to land together, right? Like if you're, I can only imagine like like a superplex, for example. You know, like you're trying to get both. Both guys to land flat backed at the same time right. in a ring that's going to have give because if one lands first, the other one's it just gives warm. and then it probably comes back and smacks the other guy. Right. You know, like I can only imagine like some of the some of the ways that you have to learn how to like protect yourself from getting like a stinger in your head from from the ring moving because someone else is moving in it. Yeah. Like that's just interesting i like how long does it take or at least when you got trained how long does it take before like you're learning how to do anything other than move around in the ring and like maybe take bumps like when you're starting to work together um from so i went through two periods of training uh-huh. i went through a period of training in the late 90s with a couple of ecw guys and some older wwe guys and I was, they were trying to teach me the best um, they could, but the education I got from Johnny was far surpassed that. Right. <laughs> when, <clears throat> even though some of the guys that I was working with at that time in the 90s were with Johnny, but it was like on the, it was it was at the show and there was no time. But Johnny, there's a show. Um, with Johnny, there was time. So you go in as a, as a, as a beginner and you see, you run the ropes first couple of times. And you take bumps immediately, just the, um, you know, the falling and the actual falling. But mm-hmm. it's about a week or two before you start working um, anything more than chain wrestling and running the ropes. Right, right. So right. you'll do about a week or two of chain wrestling and running the ropes. Then you start getting bumpier and you start taking more bumps. And then you start working with everyone. Uh, an interesting scenario would be like, if there's 10 people in the room, in the ring, you'll do 10 exercises for each, for each person. Mm-hmm. So 
and then that's before you start doing bumps. So like everybody did 10 push-ups, everybody did 10 sit-ups. So if there was 33 people in the ring, you do 30. There's eight people in the ring, you had to do 80 of each. So you'd be real tired by then. And he'd weed out a lot of people from seeing right away who can handle it and who couldn't. So it'd take a couple of weeks before you really start doing those, that the one-on-one stuff, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So what <clears throat> what I want to go around the room and do, mm-hmm. Beef, you, you, you've done the indies, you've been working, you worked the indies a little bit. So, so I would like to know what your gimmick is, but you and Annie, you're creator wrestlers. Oh, okay. What is what is what is your gimmick? What is What's everybody's gimmick? gimmick when you're a, a wrestler? <laughs> okay. Hmm. Oh, I'm gonna start with beef. Right. You guys think about it. Yeah. Um, I've always just been a madman. A cross between Abdul the Butcher, Bruiser Brody, and um, like. Uh, the berserker who really is just a you know bruiser clone and actually Us. george the animal steel you know that's that was my thing and at first johnny rods gave me this gimmick of uh all right let me let me be honest with you when i was doing the indies my gimmick i had a pretty clear gimmick it was a cross-dressing wrestling announcer i'm just gonna put it out there i'm gonna tell that's everybody awesome. because it could be found that's what Take I did. My when money. I was working here in in the nineties, but um, Take as my I money. moved I want, on, I want the wrestling buddy of that. Yeah, can we get? Can we do that? You when you when you pull off my shirt, I had the bra and panties on. I literally spent years trying to make sure those tapes never got seen. But maybe, just maybe, we'll watch some of Beef's old Beef's old matches and Beef's old uh, old uh, interviews. I interviewed a lot of fucking. If we can find any of that, it's are gonna you, happen right now. Are you are you pre gold dust or are you are you post gold dust? Because if you if you were pre gold dust, I mean, no, that was ninety. Yeah, it was post. No, it was post. It wasn't oh, anything. Yeah. It wasn't anything new. But it was just the way we did. It was really sadomasochist. It was pretty sick and bizarre. Um, but Johnny Johnny wanted me to be uh, an Amish guy. So he put me in a tag team as an Amish guy. So I named ourselves the Mega Plowers. <laughs> so that was the first, that was my first game with Johnny Rods. So I was a Wow. Mega, nice. Mega Plower, the Mega Plowers. That nice. is incredible. And Cross us and get churned. Johnny, I, um, yeah. <laughs> A drive-by fucking buggy, whatever. But that's um, right. My second <laughs> run around, I basically said to him, Johnny, just let me do my own thing. And I just went out there in my regular T-shirt, which was a Cannibal Corpse shirt, and I had the Mohawks up, and I got these culotte, these women's culotte pants that look sort of like Abdul the Butcher uh, spandex. And I just went out there, and I just was the mad man, and I nice. just kind of like you know pushed the referee around. And I, I lost always, but it was I was entertaining. That's awesome. I like that. Uh, you, you brought up the women's pants. Uh, something that's come up in the Mick Foley uh, podcast is that he very often would go to Lane Bryant and buy his wrestling pants. 
Oh, I bought, that's so funny. Yeah, I bought women's pants uh, when I worked at every restaurant I worked at, and I needed to have plain black pants. I would always buy women's pants because uh, they looked better on your ass, and right, and the and the legs were cut nicer. Oh, and so they fit better <laughs> than men's pants. So I wore them all the time. Christ, Annie, it worked when I hunk. when I would sing happy birthday to old ladies and straddle them. Because <laughs> I did that at least twice a week. Right. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Planet Hollywood. They need a little. Oh, yeah. They need a little razzle dazzle. A little dance. I gave him a little razzle dazzle. <laughs> little, little sizzle. A little Jimmy sizzle. Mm -hmm. Okay, Annie. Uh, what what would, what's your gimmick when you do your create a wrestler? I don't. I don't know. You don't know. Come, Come on. on. Who are you? Who are you in the ring? What's your, what's your personality as a wrestler? What's how do who who are you dialed up to ten? I like so I like the intensity of Rhea Ripley, but I also like like a hilarious like part of like Orange Cassidy. I like that I too. Like that. Yeah. Like wow. let's go so extreme on both ends where it's yeah. Like, how do you how do you do that? Yeah, somewhere in between that. <laughs> Would, I like that. I, I like it's the very, comedic cool. part of it, but I also like the brutality. See, Ooh, yes. if I had to do a creative wrestler for Annie, mm -hmm. the yes. best wrestlers are always your own personality dialed yeah. up to 11. 11, right? So to me, it would be like a, like a Annie the Brain Heenan, right? Oh, so man. Annie would be like the architect. She would she would be able to beat anybody, but she yes! never have to because she'd she'd get she'd talk other people into doing it for her, and she would come up with all the plans, and then she would come in at the end, and win and get the glory, and she would be the mastermind behind everything. I sort of like, like when Heenan got the belt from Andre, he gave him the belt. You know, yeah. trying to get no yeah. a million dollar man. Sorry. Million dollar, yeah, right. Yep. But then, but then once someone did it all, she'd walk up and she'd be like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And she'd push him out of the way. And then she would like put the boots to somebody and yeah. then. I feel like that. She'd still I, hit her finisher okay. because she'd still. Be... Here's, here's the real test. Because you guys have been together for a long time, right? Right, right. Bobby the Brain was a commentator for a really long time. And yeah. he said for a really long time, that Hulk Hogan, he's no good. He's a real asshole. Yeah. And then Hulk Hogan. Turned heel, he became a jerk, and he goes, "Told you, told you, told you so." Yeah, that's has that happened yet? Uh, no. Is there somebody? Is there somebody that's an asshole that you're still like? No, he's all right. I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. And Annie. I also think Annie's a baby face forever. Yeah, no, well, yeah, she's a mastermind, but she's also a baby face. She's not a heel. <laughs> yeah, why? Well, I feel like Bobby the Brain is is a face. Yeah, he's a misunderstood face. Yeah, but he's a face. People boo, people boo him. But it was like, you know what? He's just a good judge of character. Right. He got Hulk Hogan from the very beginning. Actually, I take that back. He I think it. Annie would be a heel because I think Annie would be the the type of wrestler to walk up to a child who's holding a sign that has a marker that says "Sign my sign," and first thing she does is grab the marker. And then she signs it, and then she throws the marker away, and then she tears the sign up. These are vastly different people, right? That you're talking about. Throws it down. But that's what I'm saying. I okay. changed my mind. Okay. She's a natural heel, because uh, 
She's a she's a face in AEW. She's a heel in WWE because she's oh okay. She's gonna right. she's gonna spit on kids. Okay. <laughs> so Annie, my my question, my question now is, what is your what do you, what do you think Jimmy is as a wrestling character? I think we all know what I am as a. Wrestler. I know. What I he think is. it's probably the same as you, <laughs> as you will say. But yeah, yeah. What what's Jimmy as a wrestling character? What's his gimmick? Um, before where you say what? What is yours? I was gonna say he's AJ Styles. Oh, he is not nearly yeah. as oh, nimble as him, AJ dude. Styles. I would think look at him. Guy. He's like he looks like him. He's perfectly his body. It's he's got the look. All right, That's definitely a... some some architectness with uh, because because he's a thinker. Uh, you know, a wordsmith, a wordsmith. Or whatever, yeah, the, um... the genius. No, Jimmy's a good promo. Ooh, yeah. what's that? I didn't hear that one. The genius. Oh, but he doesn't need a scroll. He can just do it off of. And now of a poem. <laughs> now a poem no, from the like, genius. You, yeah, like you're like a cross between the genius and AJ Styles, man. So, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. My okay. Pick. All right. All right. Let's go. It would be a mix of. Cult leader Bray Wyatt, Waylon Mercy. Oh, yeah. And then that dude, I can't remember his name. Maybe it was Mark Jindrak, but he was coming on. He was like, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. I would be that, I, I would be a cult leader because I would be able to talk anybody into anything. <laughs> and I would okay. create a stable around me. I'd Creating be a strange. little bit like Raven as well. Creating strange, yeah. A little bit like that. That's 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 what I would be. I would be wow, a total. That's, that's a good one. You know, Raven is very we were. Cool. I was just I, again. I've been watching old WCW, mm -hmm. and and the uh, Ravens flock has been there. And remember when Billy Kidman was just like oh. this gross fucking piece Can't of garbage, scratching himself, like oh, a heroin addict, and uh, Lodi. Yeah, Lodi was fantastic. Yeah. But that's that's who that's that's what I would think. Like if I was going to turn my personality up to ten, it would be that because the other side of it would just be too silly. Yeah, right. I can so see that. It, it'd be that, or I'd be like, I'd be um, uh, like uh, like the Milan Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I'd grow a unibrow. <laughs> I'd mispronounce everybody's name. Maybe yeah. Chris Jericho. Maybe I'd just be Chris Jericho's gimmick from. You just need the from like WCW. I, so so I grew my hair out. I'd be like, all right, Mitchell. The lion I, I grew I grew my hair out, and I was originally when it, when it first was like growing out, I was doing a little bit of the the Chris Jericho like thing on top because it, you know it was annoying. Yeah, and uh, and and Jen was just like, no. No, you can't do that. Yeah, and I was like, "But I am the Ayatollah." She's like, "Put your arms down. <laughs> Put your arms down. Get out of here. Take your hair down." That's why you're not the Ayatollah. I'm, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> that right there is why you're not the Ayatollah. Yeah, yeah. It happens. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Some. Did you guys some... see the latest picture of Jericho? I don't. I want... saw. 
I saw one. Um, he was on Dynamite, and he looked like him, Billy like, Joe. Picture where he's like this, and he was like sagging. He looked like. Well, you know, he's how old is he? Maybe I don't know. But he looked like he, he's like fifty-three. He's like fifty-three years old, I think. He's, he's I'm got, not trying he's to put him down, like, but I was like, damn. He's got older dude abs. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's like it. he's got a six he's got a six pack, but like that six pack like of like quarter drinks. Kinda... The, like, <laughs> you know, they're like quarter drink six packs. They're kinda out there and droopy. Yeah. yeah. It's a six pack of Capri Suns. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Right? Like it's there That's and it's it. awesome. Six pack, Capri Sun six pack. And he's doing great, but if you went into each of them, you'd be like, dude, you got a six pack. But you could push in on each one yeah, of the packs. Shiny right. Identity. right. You'd be like, oh. Jericho came up. Jericho came up because like because like we we people were like, you think that's audio? And I've looked I I've gone through the episode that they were like commenting on, and I'm like, hey, I've I've heard worse audio from us, way worse. This is good. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, on but what? Audio for what? For our show. Oh, for our just, show? Yeah, just for our show. Oh, yeah, we've had yeah. shitty audio. We've had, for sure. We've, yeah, well, we were also in the middle of fucking yeah. parking lot in Connecticut. Yeah, so, for like, all of you that have yeah. problems with our audio. Well, no, no, we've, we've had we've had it on the show where, well, like, on the normal show in a controlled environment and stuff. Right. And then I go, and I listen to Talk is Jericho, and I was like, this motherfucker just, like, throws a laptop in the middle of the room. And he goes and he takes a piss and he's yelling across the room. And that's okay. Well, he's famous. Right. Well, yes. So. He's famous. Right. 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 He so, when he, so when he says, go fuck yourself to people that say his audio's bad, they're like, oh, Chris Jericho told me to fuck myself. Sweet. Yeah. When we go, go fuck yourself. Well, we don't. We play Diplomat. We're not famous yet. Go fuck yourself. One day. One day. We'll, we'll, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love Jericho, though. I do too. I, I I think he's awesome. If you have a problem with our audio, I would like to fill this globe with dicks, and you can eat every single one of them. Oh. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I take that back. I don't want you to eat a globe of dicks. I just want you to eat one dick, but I want you to savor it, and I want it to be a really bad one. <laughs> I want it to be a really bad dick, like the like the the robin's egg in the nest. Right. Yeah. 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 Beef, were you there when he came to one of the Blackheart shows? Or no? Chris Jericho? Yeah. Chris Jericho. No, and I was not there when Bret Hart came, but we made up for that one, too. That's true. What? I wanted to well, meet Chris. I was, like, I was like, oh, Chris Jericho, you're on the list. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah. Of course you said that. <laughs> like, I don't know if he knows that I know that... So now, did, did what did, are but 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 did did Jericho react at all, or did he no sell, or did he just kind of be like, I don't know, all right, whatever, I, whatever, I don't your lady. See, you, you if you had said if you had said if you had said earlier, I didn't see your name, but apparently, you just made the list. Ooh, that <laughs> see, that's why he doesn't need to scroll for his promo because be... he can just think of shit like this. Yeah. Hi, I'm Don Brody, a comedian with a history degree and the host of the podcast, Hilf. 
history I'd like to fuck. Each episode, I am joined by a new guest who has brought me a subject from history that they want to know more about. Then I hit the books, I dig deep in the annals, and stimulate. <laughs> We've covered Frankenstein, Houdini, Joan of Arc, Pompeii, the Salem witch trials, right? Ugh. Join us and find out for yourself that history is a party and everybody's coming. <laughs> I see what you're doing. You're popping in, you're watching the show, you're listening to the show, you're like, I really like their interviews. Or you're like, I don't like their interviews at all, but I do like seven questions. Or you're like, man, I wish more people knew about this show, because these guys are fun and these guys are cool. How can I help? Well, one of the best ways to help is by going over to patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast and joining our Patreon. Uh, we've got awesome three tiers, starting at $3.00 per month where you will get live stream shows mm -hmm. on uh, all of our discussion and drinks. Every week. Every week. Every week a live stream that you can join in on, you can uh, weigh in on, you can jump in the chat, you can jump in the little community. Interact with squad. us. Uh, we got a cool squad over there too so you can meet people, make friends. We're all about that. Also, you can learn some cooking tips from us. Yeah. We got a few of those up there. You can... Try some of our dishes out. Yeah, you can also watch us eat horrible shit. Yeah, that's the other thing. Now, when we cook stuff, it's delicious, but the stuff that we eat is not. Yeah, that's, no. Totally separate. Never, never fun. Separate thing. Yeah, but go ahead. Go over there. There's tons of new content. We have early music releases. We've got live streams. We've got watch-alongs. We've got all sorts of stuff. Go to Bacon is My Podcast Patreon today and sign up and be part of the BIMP squad. Totally helps us out, guys. Thank you so much. Cheers to you. Whoop, whoop. What's your bacon? What What are some things, Annie, that you have said to um, stars? To like what, what that we, have that have that have given them pause, that have made them go. Also, ah, all right, all so, right. So before you, the Batista story is great. We before want to hear you, that one. yeah, you. <laughs> well, before we get into it, if you if you go back, like uh, I think it was like two weeks ago. We or we actually did drop. Annie was our first guest. Yep. Annie was our first actual guest on this show. This show was supposed to be a conversational thing, and she was hanging out. She didn't do seven questions then. No, but she did it later. Oh, she did it later. She did it later. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but well, because what what happened was she was the first guest, and then because she was like episode three or, or something like that, right? And it wasn't until episode twelve that we had guests. We were like, oh, well, she's got to answer the seven questions. And right. She was like, fine. And, uh, yeah. Just like tonight. She's like, oh, fine. <laughs> Bail you out again. Um, so, so yeah. Somebody didn't show up? All right. Fine. Um, but, but she, if you go back to that episode, which is only like two weeks ago, we did a replay of it, and she did tell that story. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, that's all right. So, but but you can retell it. But I'm sure there's other ones. And there's right. You told Chris Jericho he's on the list. What else you got? Um. Yeah. Batista. I asked why is Gamora. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. I don't know if there's any other. Um... There's gotta be. I know there's gotta be. I mean, it it wasn't a. I don't know. I feel like. 
don't know what other wrestlers you've been around that I've said something stupid to. <laughs> I, I remember you said, like, you met Dolph Ziggler. And you said, my boyfriend's oh. going to be so jealous. And he's like, I get that. I hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he, he took a photo. Yes. I'm like, yeah, man, that's well, a good one. <laughs> well, it was because you were actually there at the venue. And he was just, like, wandering backstage. And I'm like, beef, right. it's Ziggler. And he's like, yo, yo, Ziggler. Oh, my I God, said, yeah, amazing. I did Yo Ziggler, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he, he, and, uh, you know, the band had left already, but I went to give him some, like, swag and stuff, and uh, he took a photo in front of Joan's, like, <laughs> jet-only sign, you know? <laughs> Probably posted to social media. Yeah. yeah. He did, it, it is, it's on it his awesome. page, and I was, yeah. Uh, See, you're on Dolph Ziggler's page. Beef, have, have you uh, said anything dumb to any celebrities or or, or like, incredibly or smart. incredibly smart? Say, none of those things to, are dumb. No, those are not dumb. But but have you said anything dumb before or like crazy smart where you're just like, yeah, I said that. And right, then, right. Yeah. Um, this is probably I don't know why I'm going to tell this story. This is an old I do. inside yeah. story that a few people know, but it's pretty well known. It's, uh, I don't know, maybe, but, um, Those two I one time, okay, there's two parts to this story. I was, was working at SIR in New York and, um, at their studios and the Rolling Stones were in. And, oh, um, as I was talking about anal leakage, Um, <laughs> Mick Jagger walked Please, in no and I was talking full on about anal leakage and I turned around and Mick's like, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> then, yeah. And the second part of that story comes in the same day, oddly enough, um, <laughs> Keith, so when the stone, I can go on and on about this story, but I'm going to make it really short. When the stones are around, it's like magic. Uh, Annie, were you there when Keith was in the studio? Uh, of course you were. You see how the magic is? It's not a yes makes, for all of you that, it, are, it, that it, are not watching. Exactly. Um, it makes you, whenever yeah. there's a stone around, it makes you fucking clouded in the head. Long story oh, yeah. short, um, the, the rehearsal, Rehearsal was over. Mick had gone. He just walked out, and all the Stones had walked out except for Keith Richards. And Keith Richards comes out, and I'm standing at the SIR desk, and time stands still, and he just, uh, yeah, yeah. and he says, "Good night, everybody. Thanks, everybody." And everybody said, "Good night, Keith. Good night, Keith. Good night, Keith." And I looked at him, and I said, "Good night, Mick." <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I I was blindsided by seeing Mick Jagger a moment before. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And I I called Keith Richards Mick Jagger, and I looked at everybody, and there were super heavy duty roadies there at that time, like a couple of the very very well known New York guys. Tom Permi was there. 
uh, Mel, Mel was, there's so many guys were there. And I all looked at me and I looked at myself and I just walked right up the stairs and went to the back room and changed. <laughs> I'll let myself out. <laughs> I'm going to, wow. I'll see That's myself about out. about as stupid now. as it gets, boys and girls. That's great. <laughs> That's yeah, rough. That was That's amazing. I never But really a great that story. story. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah. Do you ever say anything uh to a celebrity? And, uh, well, first off, anal leakage obviously had to be it, it must have been about reading the old labels of baked lays. Right, Alaska. <laughs> oh yes. Because <laughs> because they baked warned lays. you. They warned you of baked, baked lays. lays. <laughs> originally they were like, "Hey, eat this." But, but don't overdo it. Be aware. Because it'll cause anal leakage. Right. It's like you eat this whole whoa. bag, you're going to need a bag. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So so what, what, the, it must have been about that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to tell you the truth. I think that I was absolutely talking about that and probably <laughs> the results of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're not kidding. <laughs> Right. I had two bags of baked lays. Bro, <laughs> I tried two bags of baked lays last my, week. My anal is leakage. Uh, Total Beef, leakage. Beef, didn't you meet someone pretty awesome the other day? I did. But I didn't say anything stupid to him. I don't think. <laughs> Who'd you meet? I, I met I met Christopher Lloyd, aka Doc Brown, aka Oh shit. Uh, Reverend Jim from Taxi, a.k.a. the judge from Toontown. Dude, uh, wow. that's awesome. Hell yeah. I, did, I made, actually, Annie, thank you for pointing, well, don't thank you, but, like, I definitely did not say anything stupid to him. I made a point of it. <laughs> Yo, Mike's got an out-of-time license plate up on his wall, right? Yeah. Right to my left. Like. Oh, Really? Oh, well, yeah. that was a double because Michael J. Fox was right there when. So I've been around Michael J. Fox a couple of times and he's given me the hey nod. How are you? But I never. He just does that. Really mm -hmm. got to meet him. Yeah. Like I never got to meet him formally. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I hate that he's on a delay, but also I love that he's on a delay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like you, when you think it's something, you have wow. to say it sometimes. <laughs> sorry. I totally respect that. I do respect sorry. that. Um, that was no, that was good. Um, but I, I, you know, I'd been around him. Actually, the first time I was around him, I feel I was your judgment. I reject your judgment. <laughs> but um, you know the scene in Back to the Future Two where he's older and he's sitting down. At a big TV, at the big TV in the living room, and he's having yeah. that call with needles, three, yeah. you know. So like, you know, he's sitting in a chair and he's got a big TV in front of him in that scene. And when I first kind of got around him, I was doing it with Sting and Brad Paisley. I was teching this gig for the Michael J. Fox thing, and Michael J. Fox comes in and he sits down. Yeah, <laughs> he sits down at this this chair in front of a huge TV. And he just goes like this, and he's kind of like watching it. And he's like, you know, they're telling all the producers notes, you know. And I was like, whoa, it was really surreal to almost see that exact scene with him as an older man 
in the same position. But I got to meet him wow. sort of semi That's that cool. time. Long story short, Christopher Lloyd was at the next one where I was at with um, with our boss, and um, he was just the coolest fucking guy in the world. He was so nice, and um, he was just so fucking cool, so cool. That's awesome. Very. There's a million, very a million questions I wanted to ask him, but I didn't. Right. He was very heavily involved in uh, Modern Family as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh uh, really? Yeah. Did he direct? Yeah. It? Um, I don't know if he directed it. I know he was a producer on it. I know he wrote a bunch of episodes. I'm, I'm sure no he directed joke. some. Yeah. But That's yeah, like, dude's pretty old and he's still doing it. Like, like Dude, he's now it, he's yeah. still doing stuff all the time, which is pretty awesome. You got any, uh, say anything dumb to celebrities? I mean, other than on this show? Oh, that's that's my that's what I do. <laughs> What's your favorite from this show? Oh no, no, this show, I, I've behaved myself. Yeah, yeah, overall. you're pretty good. Yeah, you're pretty good. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, well, I I pronounce people's names wrong all the time. Yeah, but that's nothing. I mean, that's not offensive. No, no, I don't think I've done anything truly offensive. No, you never walked away from a chat with a, with somebody and just been like, oh man. I mean, when I was really, really incredibly young, and it's not even like a huge celebrity, but I bumped into uh, Ahmad Rashad, which most people would be like, who the fuck is that? Right. Uh, he was, I currently am like, I yeah. no idea who that is. Well, he was the host of um, oh, Inside the NBA. Oh, okay. What? Uh, way back in the day. He was way, married way to fucking Felicia Rashad. Right. Okay. That too. That too. I think she took his name. Uh, yeah, he took her name. Mother from the Cosby Show. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, so I just like bumped into him at some rest stop on the way up to my parents. Like we had a trailer that we went to every weekend up like three hours upstate, and uh, I bumped into him and I was like, "Whoa, you're Ahmad Rashad." She goes, "Yep." And he poured the milk into his coffee, and I was like, "Cool. See you later." And that was it. That was my that was my big like <laughs> I'll see you later thing. Uh, I mean, there was also like we we played with um, Maroon Five once when right. they were when they were um, something Smile Jane Smile or something like right. that. I, I don't remember when they, were, they, when they were still a metal band. When they were playing Nine Inch Nails, still right, right. And uh, I was just so stoked that at the venue we were at, and I was still like nineteen or twenty at the time, uh, that they were like. You could go downstairs, and there's coolers, there's food, there's all kinds of stuff. Because, like, normally when you're an opening act, you're just like, right, cool, thanks for selling all the tickets. Right, yeah, yeah. And this instead was like, okay, dude, like, there's a green room downstairs. And I said, we, what? You're letting us downstairs? I thought there was just offices. Though. No, the green room, this, that. So Adam Levine actually came up to me. And uh, he was like, hey, man, like, we bumped, we bumped into each other. And I was like, oh, dude, what's going on? Like, stoked to play. And it was, like, just as or before Hard and Breathe even came out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to play. It's really cool. I heard you guys are doing really well. And he's like, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm pretty stoked to play. And uh, I was like, man, I, I, I don't mean to be a dick real quick, but, like, is anything good in the cooler? And he was like, yeah, this, 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 and this. And I was like, awesome, man. Like, I'm going to come and I'm going to watch your set. You can come watch ours. He's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna try and make it out there. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go grab a beer then. 
I'll see you later. And that was my that was my interaction with Adam Levine. All right. I'm going to so, drink your beer. You going to watch my set? <laughs> well, no. I asked him because he asked if, Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I like that. That's good. That's about it. That's good. Uh, I made um, Steven Spielberg show me ID. <laughs> what? That's cool. You're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, so, so what? I had, <laughs> so I had, I had two fun celebrity encounters, uh, when I lived in New York city and I, I was working at HMV music on, uh, 72nd street in Broadway or oh, yeah. 72nd street in West end. And, uh, I was working there and I was, uh, that day I was ringing people up. And Steven Spielberg came in and he bought a bunch of jazz CDs and he had like, um, he had like his kids with him and stuff. And he came up and my brain is like on fire. Like every, I'm just like, that's fucking Steven Spielberg. <laughs> and I just, I wanted to not, I, I did, I wanted to not say, do you have Indiana Jones's hat? Do you ever wear it? I would wear it all the time. Can do you like? Can I come over and see it ever? Do you live near here? That would be great. I can. I great kids. You have great kids. Like I, I didn't want to do any of that. So instead, he handed me his credit card, and I looked at it, and I saw the name, and I said, "I'm gonna need to see some ID." <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "Really?" <laughs> and I and I go, "No, not really." <laughs> you get a second thought. That's pretty good. I like that. And I rang him up, and That's I was fantastic. and I was just like, "Um, thank you, <laughs> like just for everything, thank you." And he was like, "Cool, man." <laughs> and he left. Uh, and Stephen Stephen Baldwin told me to fuck myself. I think he's told nice. everybody within the radius of Long Island to go fuck themselves. Yes, but what I said to him, what I said to him was that 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 gave him license to tell me to fuck myself. I deserved it. I deserved it. He also came up with a bunch of CDs. He asked me for a discount. He asked me legit for a Baldwin discount. He goes, uh, "Do I get a discount?" And I go, well, "I, why?" And he goes. Because I'm Stephen Baldwin, literally said that, and the words oh, that dick. the words the words that just just it wasn't even me speaking. I was just a vessel <laughs> at that moment. I said, "The biodome money not coming in." Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he looked me straight in the face, and he said. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I was like, you got it. <laughs> you rang him up and that was it. I rang him up and out he went. Oh my God. That was the best comeback ever, man. And I, I can't even claim it. I never would have thought that. I, my brain does not work that. My brain works pretty quick, but not like that. That was, that was, I was taken over. The spirit took me. <laughs> Man, I love Biodome, by the way. I'm, I, I do, too. I, I you know what? I'm not a believer, but on that day, Jesus entered my body. <laughs> and he told me, 
It's Omen. <laughs> he said, Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Uh-huh. Where's that vile do money? You don't get no discount. <laughs> no discount on HMB music. Stephen but Baldwin. But it happens so much quicker in your brain. But it happens so much quicker in my brain. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That was one of my proudest moments as a smartass. <laughs> That's a really good one. That's really good. I did. That's a really good. I, I have a and lot you know, of pride in that one. There's a lot of stabs and dabs in that. Number one, you're nowhere near famous as your most unfamous brother. You're the least famous right. brother. Right. Right. But still, like okay, I don't know, the, the youngest one is the no. The youngest, the youngest is probably the least famous. Right. Like <laughs> Stephen had a shot. Baldwin? He could have been a contender. The, the oldest. Yeah, Billy, but, but like it was Alec, Stephen, and Billy. Alec, Stephen, Billy. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, he's then he can never attain. He, even so he was a middle. But he is the middle child. He was a middle child, though. He's a dick. <laughs> but yeah, he was. He was. He was a dick, and I was also a dick. Yeah. So we Stephen Baldwin, if you're if you're watching this, if you're listening <laughs> to this, uh, I would like to say that uh, I don't apologize. Pay your bills, Dick. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. Um, switching gears real quick for yeah. a second. Uh, we should probably switch gears. Yeah, we that's did. Good. That's a good idea. We there was just a release. We should probably wrap up soon. Yeah, we should probably wrap We're up. We're keeping these guys on for a long time. Yeah. Anyone wants to get on that bus and sleep on her top bunk that she can't climb <laughs> onto. Do you do sit ups every time you uh, you try to get into the top bunk? Annie's got no. a fucking. And he's got a Miles Morales her way up. Yeah. To the top bunk. You're a fucking ninja warrior? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Well, then, I'm I'm not going to. Yeah, wait. uh, Beef, I'm going to send you the photo of my uh, mapping to how to get into. Oh, and I'll I'll show Mike this photo, too, because it was. I'm excited. I'm excited. All right, then I'm not going to go into Miss Marvel or anything like that because that could be. We a should long go into fucking... a, a music release that Beef and I are on. Yes. Yes. What's that? Well, you guys got the clap. They got the clap. Wait, wait, before. This is what she told me. <laughs> she well, this, is like, this is her way in. <laughs> Yo, you straight up need your warning. She's going to ricochet off, off bunk two. <laughs> she's going to foot on bottom bunk one ricochet from middle bunk two and then probably roll i would say probably roll what the, in the air fuck? Yeah, look into at that. Uh, into top bunk three that's uh <laughs> yo who gives a five foot nothing girl a top bunk <laughs> yeah, what's what up with that fuck? tso that is called that's how, how it works that is called initiation that's true that's very true <laughs> i i don't think if they if they didn't think good of her right they probably wouldn't have given her that bunk i like that they gave her the one there's no middle bunk on that side right so she's right. literally has to like i could just see her being like <laughs> pulling herself like, up honestly trying if, to get the leg over. Bunks, <laughs> if the other bunks were in how they were there i wouldn't be able to get up i really wouldn't like because like i a tried. short person trying to get on a horse hey man i'm a short person <laughs> like, the leg goes up. Hey, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm looking at these bunk situations. This is kind of weird here. Is that three bunks, <laughs> two bunks, two bunks? Yeah. That's kind of how we used to do that on the crew. 
That's three, One. four, five, six, seven. Wow, that'd be nice to have a bunk that big. Well, that's it. Well, well the crew we... has. Oh. The crew gets caught. No, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it like that. I'm just. Fast. I know, but you don't. You, you don't, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many pillows are in your bunk? <laughs> ah. <laughs> Seven pillow beef. Yeah, I don't think that can. It's a fucking that, that shame takes... too. <laughs> what? It is a fucking shame. Well, I, I, well, but you guys are are you guys appear on the album of a national treasure? Yes, Miss Dolly Parton. Yeah, and on yeah. another national treasure, you you appear on already or on a national treasure, Joan Jett's right. record. But you are yeah, also... we clapped on many. <laughs> yeah, but are you credited? You guys, these? you guys are a hand clapping ensemble. Uh, I don't think. Um, yeah, we did claps on uh, uh, Change Up. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, we did back background vocals on Unvarnished. I don't TMI. think I, I mean, I was, there, I was there, but I don't, oh, maybe I did. I don't know if I was. You were there. I don't know if you were that there. Day. We so, uncredited for Joan, but Dolly Parton <laughs> will credit you for claps, huh? Yeah. Forever. <laughs> now what we were wondering oh, is I said one word on Joan's new record for mindsets. That's that's right. Yeah. Uh, you I said one someone. word. What was that? What was the word? Beef. <laughs> Something stayed school yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, oh. that's a horrible time to cough. You say stay in school? Sure, <laughs> that's it. Sure. Sure. No, no, no. Because the line is, you can say something about school, you're gonna stay in school. Sure. Sure. I don't know. Wow. Sure, that's the word. Yeah. So you did a fake accent on it? Uh, it's not really a fake accent. I've never heard you ever sure. in our time together say sure. No, sure. that's when you look. I don't even you know what the Staten Island out. I don't even like, know what word that is. Is that like the seashore? Is that I don't like know. Sure. sure? Sure. 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 Is that like Sean <laughs> of the Dead? That... Sure. That became a that became a thing on the tour this year. Sure. I know. All we did. Everyone. Everyone. All we did. We... Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's amazing. What? Sure. So so like when you were in the studio doing these claps, was it was it one of those things where where Dolly was remote and she sent out and was like, okay, you're where you are. Go do your Shit. Oh, wait, I think Joan I have to do it. Hold on. And stuff. <laughs> or did, um, was this like where Joan was in the area and you guys were also in the area and it, it was like done modern, like uh with through email and session sends. Yeah. Right. Um that was the only feasible way to do it, obviously. Right. Um it came up not pretty quick, but it came up and then it was like the Okay, they talked about it, and then it went into motion pretty quickly. So it was not going to be feasible to go to Nashville. But it was done in, you know, the, the facility we did it, it was, wasn't the Hit Factory, but um, Peter Cooper Schmidt's uh, studio, which is awesome. And it was very close in proximity to where, you know, Joan is. So Nice. 
Beef, do you have the capability to uh, record vocals anywhere if you're somewhere doing that? Like, if I needed you to do some na na nas on a Craving Strange record, would you be available? Oh, yeah. Something? I have, I have, uh, I operate the morgue out of West Hempstead. It's a, nice. uh, it's my small studio and it's uh, soundproof to the point where no one can hear the screens. Ooh. That made it wiggle. Yeah, I can do it. Too. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> So cool. I yeah, would like, I do I would it, like to have well, you I would it. like to have you sing some nanas on my record. Oh na na na. Yeah, I got this at I got this at Target. Yeah, cool. today. Oh, what do you got, Annie? <laughs> That's awesome. That's fantastic. It's actually like a it's pretty now there's no liner notes That's at thick. all. Whoa. Well, it's like a box, yeah. right? It is a box, but yeah, there's four vinyl in it. Holy um, crap. But yeah, like the it doesn't say does it say did it say it in those other liner notes who actually played on the song for on Dolly's land? So on Spotify I guess you can get liner notes. On iTunes you can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, you yeah. know what's funny? Uh what I think about uh, so you know what's awesome about listening to vinyl? What's up? Nothing. <laughs> but vinyl's a great collector's piece. Oh my lord, that's a tough. I don't piece. know. I guess there's something that says physical, physical, like changing the side, and I don't know. Hey, you know there's what? A ritualistic that does thing it for to me. It, I'm sure. Yeah, you know what? I love the cassette tape. That's it. <laughs> They've come back apparently. No. Cassettes were awesome. Cassettes have come back. They're they're have come back. They they did come back. I've got my Tascam still upstairs. Yeah. On, in the loft here. The four four track, track, the Tascam recorder. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. I remember it's... I remember my buddy taking out a loan from a bank to get the BR five thirty two zoom. Oh nice. <laughs> that was a solid piece right there. Man. Wow. Yeah, old virtual tracks. Yeah. Oh my god, the virtual tracks on the screen that big that looked like a oh fucking man. Game Boy. Ugh. Yeah, we we used uh, for the for the first Craving Strange record. We used the Zoom, or no? Yeah, first or second one. We wow. Used the zoom for some of our tracks, uh, or at okay. least a track. It wasn't. Uh, we didn't record to it, but yeah. I was gonna was, say because uh, I, I we we mixed with it. Uh, I was talking I was talking with Jimmy during like a lot of the Craving Strange recording stuff. Right, right. And and he had turned me on to a Zoom product, but it wasn't. It was like an interface thing. It wasn't. Yeah. Thing. Well, the one we used was more of the interface. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But but I do remember recording on four tracks, man. Fantastic. It's good yeah. stuff. Bostex. 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 Yamaha's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my drummer, for whatever reason, can't say Tascam. He always adds a P in the middle of it. He calls it a Tapscam. <laughs> and he, he knows it's wrong, too. Like, he's like, I know, I know. But every time he does it still, he'll, he'll like, talk about it. And he's like, yeah, I can use the Tapscam. And I'm just like, Tascam. And he's like, I, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And I'm like, yeah, but you're wrong. <laughs> He's talking, I'm here to tell you. He's been talking to me about recording, so 
he doesn't he doesn't use the tap scam anymore but i'm gonna i'm gonna still bring it up yeah now now we're digital now we're digital but uh, but when he was when he was tracking ideas before he would be like yeah i put some stuff down on the tap scam i'm just like uh stop what you're telling me task camp (laughs) all right now tell me about your idea (laughs) and he's like i know i know i can't stop doing i don't know why i can't do (laughs) well guys thank you so very much for hanging out for so long. Thank you for taking the hot tag so quickly and so uh, so yeah. last minute. This has been awesome. Annie, have a safe trip. B, Thank you. Dude, I don't yeah. know if you're going anywhere, but you're always welcome here. Come to the Bip Lounge I might want to do that. I, I actually yes. said that this was probably one of the best things to ever happen spontaneously because... Annie and I, like, the last time we did a podcast was over a year and a half ago before the Motley Crew tour because... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At that point, we didn't know what was going on. I didn't think I was going to go back on the road. And it was just right. like, all right, we're going to do it. And Annie was going to go on the road. And uh, and it just so much happened so quickly. And it was great that you asked us to do this. You know, I'm sorry that you um, you had issues tonight and you needed to... Uh, Switch it up, but we're, we're. I'm definitely glad to help. It. This was better. I'm so happy this that was, Annie wasn't doing jack I mean, shit. This was so much better. Yeah. Yo, Annie, what's up, man? You're not. You're not in the fucking arena tonight. I was so happy. You're like, I'm home. I'm like, ah. I'm not home. Well, I'm at a undisclosed location, hotel room. <laughs> right. I'm glad it was better. Right. Yeah. That's it. No, you know what? Location. I love that. <laughs> Quote yeah. unquote issues to some people are like great happenings to other people and this was legit a great happening for me and absolutely and yeah we're just i already know this is more fun yeah this is this is a lot of fun all right it was great it was really cool thanks for having me man thanks for having us of course thank you guys we want to continue the crew aside podcast so we were like let's get it in gear again Nice. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, yeah, like absolutely. maybe they got to be our first ones on the next Cruiserside podcast. The first one. Let's do it. We'll do it. Let's do it. We'll do it. Don't we? Don't have to be, but right. we will. But we're happy to. We're happy to. Never feel pressure with us. Yes. <laughs> but also, unless you're on, under the gun with seven questions, and then then you should feel under the all gun. the pressure. All the pressure. All the pressure. Well, thanks. We should get seven crew questions. That would be kind of fun. You know, I'm, I'm saying, sure. like, you guys have such a good format. How the fuck am I going to rip off of it? <laughs> I'm just joking. I never would. You can. Seven can. questions brought Feel to free. you. Feel free. Feel free. We, we, yeah. we, we, Everything's, it's only 12 notes, we man. Had, Everything's stolen from we somewhere. Had a, we had a couple ideas, like best, like best picks for, you know, towns, you know, food, Day off, shit to do on day off. We, we'll come up with some shit. This was really good. Though, That's all honestly. good stuff, man. It, yeah. it got me back in the feeling. I'm like, yo, want my podcast back? Nice, awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. That's fantastic. Well, everybody at home, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on StrangerhoodTV.com, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, and we want to ask you something, but before we do that, let's ask Beef and Annie the same thing. We asked you earlier. Uh, and and we want to see it again. Some people it's some people it's music. Some people it's weed. Some people it's coffee. Some people it's marbles. Some people it's wrestling. Uh, what is it that takes your mind off things, guys? Uh, one more time. It can be the same answer. That's fine. But beef, Annie. What's your bacon? Annie first. 
probably still coffee because I've been so tired. So that works. Um, I see. I see a Keurig in the background. Yeah, but that? I don't. No, I don't. Oh. I don't trust um, hotel coffee machines. Don't use them. No one knows what people have done to them. Um, just a tip. <laughs> hey, I put my Who balls on every uh, every like, hotel curtain. Who knows right. the last time they've been cleaned? No. Um, when was it bought? That was the last time it was cleaned. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. True. So that's my boiling question. water, though. I mean, Travel how dirty can it. it be? It's not boiling. It, like, Kerr doesn't get. All right, it's hot boiling. water. Yeah. I mean, that's how I clean a lot of things. Hot water. I don't hot try water. It, but, that's um, why Annie redoes yeah. dishes at our house because she's like, all you did was put hot water on. I'm like, it's fine. Fine. That's how you that's how you build up immunity that's right that's right um yeah so <laughs> co coffee right now is getting me through <laughs> nice nice <The> Beef? <laughs> all right um like you said it might change and i'm gonna have to say uh there's there's a couple couple things get me through right now bacon uh, my bacon is um is uh Watching watching an Irish television show called The Hardy Bucks and smoking weed. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> the Hardy Bucks. What's uh, what's what's yeah? That it's up? it's um, it's you ever hear of uh, Trail Park Boys? Maybe. Yeah. 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 All right. It's it's about it's some somewhat like that. Only it takes place in Ireland, and it's about a bunch of ne'er do wells that are you know kicking around the town, trying to uh, get money and you know have a good time, but um. I, I got to uh, see, they came into town and did a, a live show, a couple of them. I got to meet them a couple weeks ago, and it was mind-blowing, because I watched the show religiously, so that's where I'm at. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I aspire to one day be referred to as a ne'er-do-well. Yeah. I like that. It's someday. A, it's a fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Someday. I enjoy that. Goals well. are important in life. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and everybody at home, thank you again, thank you for listening, thank you for watching. Uh, remember to ask yourselves every single day, what's that thing for you? What's that thing that makes your day better? Because you know what? We're about we're about spreading the positivity here. Spreading love. We're about making things a little bit nicer for everybody during the day. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes things suck. We want them to suck a little bit less for you. So what makes things suck less for you? Everybody at home, just remember to ask yourself every day one simple question. What's your bacon? What's your bacon? How? Oh! This dude's been practicing that shit. <laughs> I was, I was trying to do funk stuff in my car all the way here. Yeah. When you do that, it reverberates. There's symbols on the other side of this. Right. And you can actually hear, you hear it, it in the symbol. Yeah. You in, heard in it the, in there. You guys heard it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It happened. I can't scream like you, so I can do that. Those are the things I can do. Things that have no value in the music that I do. Oh. Right? But I can do those. Maybe one day. Yeah. I am super glad that we got to hang out with uh, with Annie. Me too. Of course. Me too. And uh, and Beef. I've, I've <sighs> known about Beef for so long, and we've talked about it on, uh, on a previous episode, the previous episode. Um... Dude is super fun, right? Just super fun. I knew you guys would get along totally. Yeah. I knew he'd love you immediately. But yeah, like I, I, I want to, uh, I want to hang out with Beef. 
I want more beef. I want to hang. I want to hug beef. Yeah. I want to pick his brain. I want to take beef up in my arms. Yeah. Yeah. Hold him. Yeah. Super awesome. Man, I hope they start that podcast back up because it was very entertaining. It, it was, was very, fun, it was man. Right? Like, like so many people don't get a view into what the like any view into the life of somebody that does a job that you don't do or understand because it's nothing like it's, yours. Right. Is a cool little kind of like view into things. It's it's such a different job. It's like it it really does not fit everybody because you you see so many people that are just good at one thing. Right. The only way to thrive especially in and and this this goes for damn near every profession you do but especially for the music industry especially for the concert industry especially for what they're doing it's like hey can you do this yeah well regardless if if you could do it or not yeah it's you like, say yes yep and you figure it out you after figure it the out. fact Yep. Because that could be the stepping stone to the next level. Exactly. The people who go, I don't know how to do it. That means that you're not planning on figuring out how to do it. They are not currently... And they're not going to look at you. They're currently not working in the music industry. Right. The only people that are working in the music industry right now are people that said yes to a job they thought they were above. Right. And now... Some of them are in the job that they thought they should be at, and some of them are above the job they thought they should be at. Right. Right? But it's always about having something presented to you and going, yes, even if you think that I should be past this. Mm-hmm. You go, yep, because every opportunity is an opportunity to prove yourself and to prove that you can do more. Um, then the coolest thing about the music industry is you're in a sp- you're in a place where on any given normal day you could end up with a story about saying something stupid in front of Keith Richards. Or uh, I don't right? know what you mean. And, and it's not even a thing where he was like like even, even though he had like a, I can't believe I was in a room with Mick Jagger and Keith Richards and stuff like that. It was still a Hey, my day included calling Keith Richards Mick because I was still blown away after just meeting Mick Jagger. Yeah. And that is not an error that I am in a position to make in my <laughs> life. You are not in a position no. to make in your life. Right. Right? But but when you're in that kind of an industry, you're in the position where that kind of thing could happen. At any point, because he wasn't on tour. He wasn't working with anybody huge at that moment. He was working at SIR Studios. And the Rolling Stones happened to be there because they had a show in the city. And everybody gets their gear there and rehearses there and does stuff there. Right. So, um, I, I love talk speaking to anybody that is doing the behind-the-scenes or behind-the-camera work in the music industry or the film industry or anything like that because, like, it just puts you in a position to have these really unique experiences. And I think that's awesome. I agree. You know? I 
fucking agree. So, with that said, yeah, Jimsy, where can they find you? <sighs> Go on the socials, you know, Jimmy G Shoes. You can find me there. Um, hopefully, at this point, I'm ranting and raving on TikTok about how dumb it is, because I think that's my move. Right. But TikTok at what? Bacon is my pod. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you can find my band Craving Strange at cravingstrange.net. Uh, from there, it will take you to all of our socials and all of our stuff. We are working on uh, putting out a vinyl next year. Um, I don't know how much of that process we're going to put online. I don't know um, how much of that we're going to share with everybody. It really depends on how much extra work we put in. Uh, you might get a lot of it, or you might see none of it, and then all of a sudden there's a vinyl. <laughs> either one of those things yeah. could happen. But either way, we're going to be releasing some songs, and you'll know when we're playing shows, and you'll see different things. Um, and I would just appreciate you checking it out anyway, because uh, my band's good. Just check it out. How about They're you, bud? Good. All right, well, before I get to me... Of course, between the two of us. Betwixt. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Betwixt the two of us, we are Bacon's My Passion, mm-hmm. which you can go on to Spotify or Apple Music or Deezer, wherever you consume your music. Yes. You can find us. We have three singles out. Actually, we have four singles out. Because now... The we theme have... song... The theme song. To this show. Of Bacon Is My Podcast. Which we performed ourselves. We did it ourselves. Yeah. Just like everything else you'll hear there. Yep. We also do have an EP coming out. We did a lot of pre-production on Twitch. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. We've released a couple (laughs) episodes with that on there, though. It's on Patreon, though. Right? It is on the Patreon. It is on Patreon. So if you want to be a part of that, patreon.com slash basically. In the archives of this show, the important episodes with like Dave on it. Right. Yeah. They're all on there. Right, right, right. So go ahead, check it out. Bacon is my passion. Be on the lookout for a new EP very soon. Yeah, man. Yes. Excited for that. But if you want to know about everything Bacon is my podcast, go to baconismypodcast.com. It's the portal to all things Jimmy G shoes yeah. and Craving Strange. It's the portal to everything. At me and my own self. Along your way into our portal. At something heavy music. Thank you everybody for the awesome feedback from our new single Hurt, which came out uh, about a week ago. Or two weeks ago. Uh, and yeah. It's been really cool to oh see. Oh my god, I haven't posted about that yet. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I thought I did. Like in my brain, I yeah. was like, I totally did. Well, and right now, the date I, that I, was picked was a Wednesday. I just now realized that I didn't. I just, just now, when you said that, I was like, oh shit, I didn't post. I'm sorry. It was it was it was released on a Wednesday, which means right. uh, it didn't happen. It means no, it two happen. weeks ago. Two weeks right. ago. Um, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, go check it out now. Check, it's really good. It doesn't matter if you checked it out then or now. Right. Just go check it it's out. It's always new if you it's, haven't heard it. I'm, I'm really proud of it. We got to work with Dave Caggiano. 
who is the guy who works with Craving Strange and our buddies Ruffle Nine, who Indeed. also put out a new single Brand this new past single. Friday into the afternoon. Ooh. So good. It was it's such a fucking great song. So good. So go listen to that song. Uh but I do digress. So yeah. Made my own self, Mike, something heavy music. Bacon is my podcast. You can check out everything on Bacon is my pod on all social medias. And if you want to help the show out, please go ahead, give us a five star review, give us a thumbs up. Give us the uh, the bell. Um, yeah. Give us a follow. Please. It costs you zero dollars. It helps us a lot. If you're willing to help us more than zero dollars, head over to patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. We give you extra episodes. We give you live episodes. We give you different content. We taste awful shit. We're, we're going to be doing this. This is Pepper X. This is the last dab. Pepper X, it's going to be happening. It's going to suck. And it's going to suck. And we're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do it. So hop over to patreon.com slash baking is my podcast. Go check it out. And that's all I got to say. So thank you very much. Thank you. We appreciate you. Have a great day. Have an awesome week. Always remember, make other people's days better. And that will make your day better. If you're the bringer of goodness... You will have nothing but good in your life. Take care of each other and remember to ask yourself every single day that one question. What makes your life better? What makes everything more interesting? What is it that takes a little bit of the sting off of the burns? It's not that light because I keep looking up at that light. You shouldn't look at that light. It's like staring directly into the sun. But what is that thing that you put in front of your face? When staring into an eclipse so that your retinas don't burn? What's your bacon? Yeah, I don't think it's called that, but yeah, what's your bacon? World peace. <laughs>